Earbuds, Melbourne's podcast network. Earbudsnetwork.com. Hello there. Welcome to the Oblivious Maximus podcast for the first time in a while. One month, I think, ish. Um, this week, my guest is Slats from King Parrot, a returning guest. He's been on the podcast before, so if you haven't heard the first one, go check that one out. Um, as with, you know, things that happen when you don't do this from time to time, the first 10 minutes of my conversation with Slats got destroyed by my recording device. So you hear this conversation a couple minutes into it. Um, but it's fine. We talked about everything important after that anyway. The first part was just a bit of a chin waggy catch up. If you need to know any more about that, hit me or Slats up personally and we can tell you both how we've been doing. <laughs> um, yeah, King Parrot are about to go out on a tour in Australia and supported their latest record, Ugly Produce, which came out on EVP Records. Um, the shows start on Wednesday the 13th of December in Perth, then the 14th in Adelaide, then the 15th in Melbourne, the 16th in Sydney, and then finishing up on the 17th in Brisbane. Um, Disentomb and Pagan are touring with them too, so it'll be really sick. Um, Ugly Produce is a new King Parrot record, which has been going real well, and they went overseas and did some touring, and uh, Slats and I talked about all that and a bunch of other stuff on this. A lot of chatter about our mutual love for Blood Duster, who just played their two last shows, which uh, were very sick, so good on you, Blood Duster. Um, yeah, so it was fun to talk to Slats about that. It's always good to catch up with him and have a chinwag about things. Apologies for my runny nose in this intro. Um, yeah, podcast has been on a little pause while I've started a new job and uh, been doing mental cavity stuff. So I'm going to start doing it a bit more in the new year, probably. Got a couple cool ideas lined up and things like that. But as always, happy to be doing it. Happy to be part of the Earbuds Network. Check out all their podcasts. Um, yeah, we'll be doing more stuff soon. So if you really like this, thanks for listening and thanks for sticking around. I will be back. My real life just tends to take precedence at the moment. But yes, super psyched to be doing this with Slats. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Mental Cavity, got some shows coming up. <laughs> Uh, next week, um, in Wagga and Albury with Frenzel Rom, um, go to our Facebook and check that out. Then next year we got some in February, one in Canberra, uh, with Potion from Sydney and then a big show down here in Melbourne at the corner with a Bremelin, which would be fucking sick. Um, so just go to Mental Cavities Facebook if you want to check that stuff out. Our new record aneurysm is out on EVP recordings as well. If you want to pick that up, thanks to everyone who has and who's been listening, Otherwise, that's about it. Please enjoy episode 73 of the Oblivious Maximus podcast with Slats from King Parrot. Fucking brutal. Three, two, one. You back in the battery road. failure. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember really remember where we were, but um, yeah, like I guess there has been like I feel like there's been a lot of upward swing of that confidence to go and do stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, in the last 
I feel like five or six years yeah. like where I yeah I thought like before that from Australian bands it really took a hit I think maybe mm. with you know like as much as you know I greatly benefited from a band like Parkway Drive because they helped make the record label that made yeah put out my old band's records yeah. but at the same time like you know, I know that they also did go and have a slog and have a hard run at it, but I didn't see that. No, All no, yeah, I you saw just was like, oh, they're fucking huge. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like now there's like a lot more, at least that I'm aware of, you know, that it's sort of, you can see that work ethic and stuff too. And yeah. bands also co- then coming back here and backing it up here, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think as well, like doing that shit, like you start to get around other bands like you, you mentioned like Parkway Drive obviously you know uber successful band essentially mm. like but the circles that we travel in is that you come to know that essentially it's always going to be a bit uncomfortable yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like you know Napalm Death you still do it to this day and you yeah. know Phil and Summer or whoever like you know it's not like you fucking roll in limousines and staying in nice hotels no. it's always going to be but in that sense it still like fucking excites me yeah know? yeah absolutely yeah well i think the thing is too it's like there's like something that must be part of like the fractured psyche that people like us have is that like i'm still fine with sleeping on people's floors yeah. like i don't care yeah, i mean yeah, like exactly. absolutely i would rather sleep in a hotel but at the same time yeah when it's like i'll save like a hundred bucks i'm like absolutely yeah. see you on the floor yeah, fine. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. um do you at least have a cushion for my hips? Because <laughs> I'm getting old and the fucking hips are starting to hurt when you're sleeping on a hard floor in Japan. <laughs> That's all you need to know now. Yeah. Where are those no. cushions at? Exactly. I'll even take a sleeping bag just to lie on. <laughs> I don't care if it's cold, it just has to be underneath me. Yep. <laughs> so I guess another thing we talked about last time was, you know, obviously you guys doing videos and other sort of promo site type stuff for the band and that's yep. something that's been associated quite you know heavily with the band yeah yeah for sure yeah this time obviously no failure there either doing a lot of that stuff too <laughs> yeah, yeah how was that this time like you know it's obviously getting to the point now where you're sort of becoming known for those things yeah yeah like does that make it harder to do that no nah, no nah, like and that, that's it like it was probably harder um when we were doing sort of clips uh, to the last time around because everyone fucking loves shit on the liver yeah and I mean you know that is still like the best clip we've done because yeah. it was like that one off perfect day where everyone was just in the best fucking mood and yeah, like yeah. We were, you know it, you know no wrong answers at that day yeah that, like <laughs> And then, you know, everything after that initially was like, oh, yeah, it's, you need to do this, you need to do Like, everyone's got a fucking opinion. Yeah, know? sure. Um, but separate that, and we've just kept doing it, mm. so it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, it, then it's just fucking fun to do. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, talking about people going overseas and stuff, I, I think, like, I've... I reckon that we definitely influence people's idea around how they do music videos in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I've seen, like, you know, people like to tell a story and shit now. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. Like, I fucking love it, you know? Well, that, that's the thing, too. I think, I don't, and I don't know if we talked about it last time, but I think, like, a big thing for me with music videos, at least when I was a kid, was, like, I, I watched them, like, the... Like, I watched it the first time for the song, and then yeah. if I ever watched it again, I didn't give a shit about the song. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, like, it's not... It's more about, like what's happening whereas if yeah. I like lo- really love a song with music videos boring as hell I'm not gonna like seek out the video to, watch, no. to hear the song yeah. I just listen to it on the record or whatever yeah know? exactly but like 
like I definitely knew people who would like record Rage, um, you know, on long play or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it was, and then go through it the next day and like edit shit. Like, I definitely and loved it, but I it was that was never made. yeah like you know I liked watching Rage sometimes, but nowadays I think because we've got like devices in front of us, and yeah, yeah, stuff, and you've got you can be entertained quickly at your leisure as yeah, well. Yeah. I get into watching music videos a lot more than I Yeah, did. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the thing too, like, I remember when I was a kid, I was definitely one of those people who taped things, but I was also one of those people who, like, taped it, watched it one time, and then I was like, oh, there's another one coming. Yeah. I'll just use the same tape. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was just just a movie, I was just a movie head. Just, yeah. Like, Ferris Bueller. I remember taping that off the telly and yeah. watching it a million times until my mum accidentally taped over it. <laughs> fucking sick of me watching it. Um, that's one of those things too, I guess, like, I mean, for yourself, like, you know, you've obviously done some, you know, acting type stuff as well. And like, yep. I mean, do you feel that that's, you know, is that still something you, you're passionate about? And you yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, doing and yeah. Stuff? It's like, and I mean, as a result of those things that we've done, I actually got a call today. Um, there's some um, pop band um, from New South Wales. Uh, who's being managed by ACDC's original manager. Wow. And he uh, asked if I'd be keen to uh, be in their clip cool. or something. So I've got to <laughs> ring him actually tonight. <laughs> and, you know, like, I've I've had so many close calls. I've done a bunch of stuff, like just yeah. other people's music videos and, like, some, you know, short films and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I fucking love doing it. I'd like to do more of it. And I yeah. tend to. Um, but, yeah, like, getting calls to do like ads and shit yeah yeah, yeah I'll do it like 7,000 fucking bucks to do one day yeah right I'll do it yeah and then they go okay we're filming this day I'm like oh yeah we're going overseas day before <laughs> <laughs> I got offered to play Ned Kelly um, for the um, Australia Day lamb ads oh wow yeah fucking miss that spewing <laughs> that's a bugger yeah Matt Weston we were going to do um schmackos yeah they pitched they pitched an idea to Schmackos that they would film the longest commercial ever made. Yeah. Because they had some new product. It was a long, a chewy Sure, thing. sure. And uh, I was going to sit there and read War and Peace from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> While they had different, like, stunt dogs. Like, they looked the same dog beside me the whole time chewing on this thing. <laughs> Did a screen test and then they uh, decided it was a fucking stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're going to monetize this well, five hours of reading. I think they they figured that like um, it would get publicity for like being the stupidest longest thing yeah, that no yeah. one would ever watch. That that would be, would be <laughs> worth detriment. it in itself. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then someone said no detriment. <laughs> no one's going to care about the dog thing. Yeah. So anyone who's listening, always available. <laughs> Make me an offer. I'll put a dick on my head for fuck's sake. I got lots of good ideas. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, is like, are those things, do you think those have been like valuable parts of helping your band overseas as well? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, you know, you talk about that rise up sort of thing. I mean, when we did that first clip, that is what actually got, you know, the attention of like people that have in the end helped us. Like, yeah, yeah. And also just the attention of anyone, like, because it, it was just funny. So like, I was like, you know, people would say like, oh, I saw you, you know, you clip, but I don't like the music. Yeah. You know, it was really funny. I, I watched it till the end. I was like, well, there you go. Suck shit. You fucking listen to my music. 
So yeah, like, thanks for that Afro five cents. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, YouTube zero zero one cent. <coughs> um, I mean, and like, you think about like, obviously, I, I think Squids is fucking hilarious. Mm. But you turn a camera on in front of him and he just like goes to water, which like <laughs> lots of people do. Yeah. Um, but like, and Ari was quite like you know a serious sort of dude or whatever. But like, there was sort of got to a point. I think we did like that um, soap film, which had nothing to do with anything. Like that was mm. a guy who contacted us and just said, "I want to do a." I've got this idea about a weird family like kind of like the Adams family you guys are weird but you don't see it you're just normal sort of thing yeah and you know I put it to everyone else and um, I expected Ari to go no nah, fuck that and he's like, yeah. he's like nah I get it like you know <laughs> like, I know that if we do this it helps <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. cool and in that sense yeah like people go you should do acting you should do acting it's like yeah but I want to play music yeah it's yeah like, if you get paid doing it I'm like I want to fucking play music <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I think that's that's the other thing too. Is like, I, I think the what's a difficult part of playing music in Australia, I suppose, and particularly when you have aspirations of like that overseas reach or whatever. Yeah, is that there's not really like a success plan or like a framework here to no. adhere to. No, because yeah. everyone's done it differently. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like you sells with like you know cool videos and stuff that's been like sort of a tent pole of helping the yep. rest of the stuff get around it yep. but then I mean like you know similarly like other bands had you know the other things that they did like you know like it's like a band like Blood Dust for example weren't like known for music videos or something they were no. known for like ridiculous other shit exactly you know, like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and although they did have a song called Piss Stomper and there's a film clip where they just, just jump up and down and piss stomp and piss <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, that, that, I think that's the thing that's... I feel like that's where we're sort of outliers in the sense that... I feel like overseas, a lot of bands stick to formulas, obviously. Yeah. And they stick to, like, with labels. And labels then tell them what works for them. And then that's what they do. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like here you see a lot more... Not just, like, independent music, but, like, independent thought about what you should be doing. Because yep. there isn't someone here writing it down for you. It's just, like... And this, Everyone's figuring it out. This is something like, uh, you know, in whatever way, and only the bands that I know, but like I think, and it's just an opinion, like, yeah. but when I see the bands that, like, you know, are getting some kind of success, you know, in whatever their genre, um, it's also they've maintained a certain level of Australianness. Yeah. Like, um, and yeah, like that works. Like, I mean, Courtney Barnett is Australian as fuck. She's like, yeah. You know, a Paul Kelly sort of shit, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, um, and you see that like that's what becomes attractive because you actually sort of built your music as part of your well, culture. It's authentic. You know? Yeah, it's like I mean, I think I remember one of the things when we went overseas. Like I'm, I'm sure everyone else who's in Australia has the same thing, but like when when we went overseas, like I remember like the first show we played. It was like where I exist from Australia. That was it. And yeah. then it was just like after that, it was just fucking whacking off about Australia shit and just teasing uh, ourselves for yeah, like yeah. 30 minutes and then yeah. we got off stage like that was great yeah <laughs> I mean our angle has always just been to take the piss out of everyone else in front of us like instead of saying thank you so much it's like yeah get fucked like, <laughs> through Canada we'd, every night we'd play um, is it Rodney Rude you can't yeah. say cunt in Canada that was our intro song right like, yeah like yeah no it's just that was 
kind of another element to I think what we were doing is in a live setting I think we were kind of and it's all bullshit like you know just be, get up pay the fuck out of people in yeah. between songs um, get a laugh get a cheap laugh yeah. and then get off stage and be really nice to everyone yeah yeah but I, mean, I think, I think nice has crept in though we kind of say thank you here and now it's fucked <laughs> hate it you're becoming professionals, yeah. man. It's touring sour. Yeah, you. becoming desperate. No, thank you, really. Really, thank you. I think, well, yeah, like a, a really big thing for me with all of that, though, is just like, that's part of being authentic, though, as well. Yeah. Like, as much as, like, you know, being, speaking in the accent that you actually have and yeah. being the person that you are, if I was to play shows here, I'd do the same thing. Like, yeah, I'd yeah, make, exactly. You know, yeah. And then, like, the other thing, too, like, I think that even like this band that we're doing now is like on the outside looks a little bit more serious because we don't have songs that are like blatantly written about smoking weed or something yeah yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. like this the thing like you know if I'm looking over and someone in my band trips over their guitar lead like oh fuck sorry mate I'll stop like, playing I'll drop on the floor and piss myself <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you in front of a yeah, few hundred people exactly, and they're yeah. all going to laugh at you with me. Like, yeah, you fucking know. And, like, <laughs> and I expect you would do the same to yeah, me. And at that point, uh, you don't even remember that you're on stage anymore. <laughs> like, but I think, and I think that too comes from playing those tiny little shows. Yeah. And doing like, yeah, because you just like, you know, you've had people in front of you for that long. It doesn't really matter what size it is. No. So, you know. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think with, with any of that too, though, comes like the, okay, I suppose with like an uprise too, how does that make you think of like your performance element of it? Like, yeah. you know, has that been a focus for you guys? Like getting tighter or worrying about that stuff? Or do you feel like it's just, at this point you played so many fucking shows, it's just no, never sort of there. For, never take it for granted. And like, we actually are pr- probably pretty hard on ourselves as well. Like, if, yeah. um, if someone's, fucking shit up and it kind of becomes a noticeable regular thing and we got to talk about it yeah um, and that's I guess that's the musical performance yeah um, but like personally I think actual just physical performance is really fucking important like yeah I mean I so, sometimes in my mind I think I'm fucking going so crazy and I must be so limber and then I watch a video and it's like you're just a fat cunt bouncing up and down <laughs> but if I'm thinking that, and like that's what I'm projecting as well, like, yeah. so, like actual performance is really fucking important, and I yeah. love doing it. But I think both of those, though, when you when you're committed to it and you do it, like you know, you really believe in it and it's important to you, then you can actually then sort of forget that you're even doing it as well. Yeah, like some you know when you're playing every single night, like 28 shows, and you're sleeping in like on floors or whatever, like. Mm. Um, and just shitloads of sitting around. It's not like you're active and it's this is built up to. Yeah, okay. I yeah. can go from being asleep for fucking twelve hours and walking on stage and still fucking you know. Yeah. Like switch on. Like it's. Yeah. It, and. But I think that that's part of like. That. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's part of like you watching music though. Like I, I, you probably the same as me. Like I fucking can't stand going to shows now and seeing people like no. standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but also each to their own. Like it just it, it depends, you know. Like, yeah. What, where it reaches you or whatever. Like, but. And on the vibe of what you're watching as yeah, well. You know. It's like, you know, I, I love when you watch a band and all it's doing to you is making you want to fucking play. Yeah. And like, I'm not into battle of the bands either, but like when yeah. a band actually makes you want to play better, like, yeah, yeah. doing your own shit. Like. Yeah. 
Well, I think cool. I think anything like that too. I mean, like I think a, like a, a thing that I've always like I sort of started thinking about more was like like what do I want to see? What do I want to hear? Mm. You know, like some of the best bands I've ever seen are some of like the loosest bands ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you know, adversely like some of the, you know I also thought like seeing about like tragedy I thought like when I see this fucking legendary crust punk band they're gonna be shit they're gonna be so slubby and they're like one of the tightest bands I've ever seen yeah, yeah and I yeah. was like oh no well they yeah okay. or, they're, or they've, <laughs> they've gotten sloppy down tight yeah right? exactly yeah they know well that's it like they know exactly how to make yeah their what they're doing be like as crisp as it needs yeah, to be yeah absolutely and, like, and that's that's interesting too because like you know I've never wanted um King Parrot to be like note perfect we're ham-fisted cunts like you yeah know, um, and on, on that other side like and you know internally you know Youngie wants to push us to play you know a better stylistic like you know mm. performance wise and we like argue about that like you know yeah um, and in that as a result of that like you know you do actually think about it more and it is a bit better but yeah. it's also still maintained that where you know it's got to be bum notes like I want to hear that in our recordings and it's there yeah. you know that sort of shit like don't want to fucking make this record that you can't actually fucking deliver sure yeah that, how, yeah. how do you how do you think you went with that then did you feel, what was because obviously you said before like the recording process was quite sparse I suppose oh man they're guys. like you know I were, when I went into the studio there were parts of songs that I didn't even know yet like, yeah you know and I was just freaking the fuck out it was great <laughs> but you got through it clearly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like but um, you know it worked and I can, you know you can hear stuff that like when other people hear, hear it it's just part of the song you know? yeah it's like you know years ago that you don't get off stage and if someone say, says that was really good but you had a bad show you're like oh, no no I fucked up this fucked up. it's yeah. like no they, they didn't hear that like <laughs> but also like they don't care. Like, honestly, like, what people see and feel and, like, hear at a show is, like, why, why would anyone fucking record, like, with a live show with their phone or whatever? Like, yeah. Because it's fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing, too. I mean, I'm glad you do because I get to watch me out. Like. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, the thing with that, though, too, is just, like, what what benefit do you get from saying something like, ah, we played terribly? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, well. Yeah, like, yeah. Even if I think we did play badly, it's like, well, well, we'll do better next time. Yeah, like, most, of the time, like, most of the time, like, if, you, if you need to talk about it, then, you know, talk about it to someone in the band or whatever, but and make that conscious effort to not fuck it up. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm terrible with fucking lyrics and spots. Like, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, that just shits young into tears. Because like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I missed that spot again. I, I remember being so critical of Jake and I exist about forgetting lyrics. And then now that I sing in a band, I'm like, yeah. I feel like I need to write him yeah. like a really long essay apologizing yeah. to him. Youngie, like, youngie uh, <laughs> we were playing at somewhere in New South Wales. And he kicked me up the ass so fucking hard one night. <laughs> And I, we, we had a fight on stage. I was yeah. fucking, I like, saw red. I was like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> I just, like, I remember just thinking every time, like, you got one fucking job, man. Remember the fucking words. Yeah, and yeah. then first show or a couple of shows into playing these new band songs, I'd be singing I forget them. And all that went through my head when I'd forget is, like, you had one fucking job yeah, mate yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the fucking words and I'm like damn it come home to roost <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking um, what you said before about like 
different things that bands have done in the past. Yeah. Blood Duster, I think, fucking genius, genius thing that it was that record that you couldn't listen to. Yeah, like, absolutely. That that pissed people off. Like, yeah. Who probably never even listened to him before. Going, what would you fucking do that? It's like, well, you're talking about it. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I mean, I remember talking to, well, just them and then other people about it and then, you know, like I, you probably had the same conversations. People who I would, I'm friends with that don't know them, mm. but know that I'm friends with them. Well, like, why do they do that? I'm like, you, well, you're talking to me about it, yeah. so they got exactly out of it what they needed to. Like, yeah, and fuck, they sold them. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. unbelievable. Like, I, I just thought that it was one of the, like, and, and Fuller's not stupid. I, well, I. I <laughs> He can't. He'll probably I mean, listen to this. Yeah, I hope so. Really Fuck pat you. himself on the back. And thank you for, for everything. <laughs> um, but, like, that in any other... if, if I'm, I can't really even think of an analogy where you could deliver the same kind of thing as a, as a marketing or publicity stunt. Yeah. But there would... As an equivalent, that would be fucking talked about in the industry journals as to yeah. how they fucking killed it doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean like, I, I, and I think the other thing too is like at the core of it all, regardless... The food you can't eat. The fucking yeah. never do that. <laughs> like the, the, the core of it though, like what the message was is what totally got ignored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, we like this record and it's really good yep. and we're happy with it. And we so made it for ourselves. we don't care if you're not happy with it. And you cunts were just going to steal it anyway off the, <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, fuck it. Yeah. But and like what was really funny was like, you know... I mean, you know, even in interviews, they said like, "Well, why'd you, why'd you wreck the record?" And he's like, "Well, you're talking to me, aren't you? You weren't yeah. talking to me from the last record." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like that was great, and I, I loved. That was like one of my favorite parts of that whole thing was. Yeah. That is like street press and websites and stuff that never cared about their shows, mm, but then yeah. they wrecked a record and they're like, "Got to interview them." <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, like because it's just it's, a, it's yeah, such a smart thing and it? like it's such a massive great reflection perhaps even of that style of music like grindcore I guess to in my opinion is probably about a sense of humour yeah um, done to varying degrees like you know in any genre of music in any community you're gonna have kind of their sense of humour is down here and, yeah yeah you know like and I just thought they fucking nailed it, it yeah so well I just like I remember when they they when he posted the first video of him wrecking it on the internet yeah. and it just went berserk off that mm. and then that video just spawned everything else and I mean but like you know to, to that credit as well just you gotta find the thing yeah. that's yours yeah, fuck like, it. and if that's what you wanna do then you gotta do it mm. you know and like it's cool when shit happens organically too I'm just, still you've made me think like so the angels say something no way get fucked fuck off I mean, yeah. they didn't write that yeah, the crowd started doing it. It's yeah. fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's so amazing. Yeah, but and I mean, I think like, I mean, that's that's where I've sort of, you know, you, you find as a fan, then that influences you your drive to keep doing stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think, I I think something that's always been a part of me wanting to play music is that. You know, I had a lot of friends that were really as mu- as into it as I was that have dropped off or friends yeah. that have done really well from it or just whatever found other things to be into. Yeah. But the, I think the reason why like I keep just doing the same thing and liking the same bands and making friends with people of similar interests is just like I can't kick that 
like enjoyment of things like that happening or yeah. like or like you know yourselves putting out like a cool music video like that invigorates me to like okay now I want to do try you know I yeah, need to find yeah. my thing and it's not like for me it's not I want to copy that or I want to do that too no that's that's sort of like going back to that battle of the bands idea it's like when you see another band that plays well say before you're about to play yeah and they're making you not want to beat them but they want making me want to be better like, yeah yeah uh, yeah like that's I mean I think and I think that's that's another thing that I feel like has been it's come and gone in waves I feel like in, since I've been playing music in Australia but I feel like that's something that's really stood the test though is that doing tours or shows okay so say for example like your guys upcoming tour the the package is quite mixed yeah yeah but like and I mean I'd, I'd be you know love a mixed bill no matter what it is mm. but at the same time I wish time, we had a juggler yeah <laughs> But at the same time, that's that's kind of the thing, though. You gotta you gotta do that because if you had three bands that all sound the same, yeah. Then what's the what's the angle? What's the push? Yeah. Whereas if you see a band, because then you, like it's a reflection in the crowd as well. It's just people just fucking standing around, like just yeah. there because they feel they have to be because it's their scene. Or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you want people to feel a little bit insecure because like who are these guys fucking coming to watch our band and whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, another example. Go on. I fucking love Blood Hustle, right? Yeah, but so do I. Years ago, <laughs> I don't know, probably before you actually lived in Melbourne, but there's a guy uh, in the city, a busker, um, who played like uh, empty like paint containers yeah, yeah. and stuff, and he was fucking sick, like, had great rhythm. And Blood Duster got him to open for them at the Hi-Fi bar once. Yeah. Fucking genius. Like, everyone knew him. Like, yeah. He was actually an identity. You know? Yeah. Probably had more Great fans sport. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of variety. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think that's that's where, like, you, I mean, you got to try and find that stuff, too. Mm. Like, you got to find what yeah. is going to be yours as well. And, like, and share your enjoyment. Because if you enjoy that shit, then other people do. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like, I, I think one of, like, the stories that really got me, like, super riled up, like, being the biggest I God fan boy, mm. talking to them about, like, the first time they toured with Pantera and yeah. how they were like, Pantera didn't need to put them on that tour. They were the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. They could have put whoever they wanted on the yeah. tour, but they put their friends on it. And, like, you know, they, I don't, I'm, you may have heard this story as well, but they were saying they, you know, they got told they need to get a banner for the stage. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll get a banner. What do, what do we do? Like, you need to send us a picture, like, this size, so we can make a banner. And they're like, okay. And they sent it off. And it came back. And, <laughs> yeah, they, they sent off their logo, and the, the banner came back, and it was in, like, a really small box. Like, oh, this is really weird. I feel like this thing's going to be huge. Like, we ordered yeah. this thing for, like, a stadium. Yeah. Anyway, they opened the banner, and it just keeps rolling, rolling, rolling. And then they ordered it, like, the dimensions width instead just of really, height. Really, so really, really I long. I got really, really long. But <laughs> well, that's only, essentially like, their t-shirt. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but only like, you know, torso length high. <laughs> and they said the first show they played, they played some stadium and the curtains came up and there was just this huge banner in the whole back of the stage. Just said, you just look out of the crowd and you just see them squinting. <laughs> yeah. like. And they just said like, people just started throwing bottles at them. Yeah. Like, just straight away. Just like, what the fuck is this? Like, and you know what? They'd fucking do it again. Like, exactly. Like, in terms of getting bottles. From it. Like, I mean, touring with those guys like Jimmy obviously plays with Ooh. Phil. And 
like uh, clearly Jimmy enjoys the extra little bit of luxury of being on a bus or whatever but yeah. also he doesn't fucking give a fuck like, no. you know fuck you Phil <laughs> <laughs> I mean but like the, I think and that's also like what's given me a, like meeting people like that too has what's given me the drive to like keep like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is oh, fine. Absolutely. I can yep. keep doing this. Yep. Because if these guys can do it for this long and not give a shit, then I can do it for this however long I want and not give a shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, you, you know, you do like a, a normal job, so yeah. do I. And like, I meet so many people who are fucking old and yeah. like they're the same age as me. Yeah. And I probably mean, I fucking look old, but like <laughs> the people that I meet who do this shit, like it's just an element of fucking youth around them. Like, you know. Well, that, that's what I mean. And I think the thing is too, like, I don't know, it, it like, there's no reason for me to stop doing it. No, exactly. Like, why? Mm. I can... I'm living a life that's fine. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that could probably be assisted is, like, my greater financial stability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... But I'm not planning on living to retirement. <laughs> no. And, I mean, to be honest, every time I talk to anyone... My high fructose diet, diet doesn't agree with it. <laughs> Anytime I talk to anyone about, like, buying a house, I'm just like, I just want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... Going and just doing dumb as, music shit's the same. Just the same as rent. But, I mean, you're obviously a breeder probably as well, <laughs> which is cool too. Like, but I don't need to leave my shit to anybody and you know, just pay rent. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't got any shit. Yeah. I'm homeless. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, and I think yeah, having that sort of um, similar sense of like a passion, I suppose, for it is really like. There's obviously times I'm sure everyone's got this is where you, you find a lull and you're like maybe I should just fucking pack it all in or whatever Yeah. but then you know something happened, like you know even oh you want to play with Blood Duster and I'm like okay yeah I'm all back in fuck yeah, like, yeah forget yeah, everything exactly. else I'm yeah. back in yeah, yeah yeah that's it you know it's all about it like. well same thing like someone's like yeah I'll put out your record great okay all good like, <laughs> and like I mean the tough part like Personally, like I was, my mother was like fucking hard worker and working class, large families. They yeah, yeah. always done it. You got to earn money. It's like I want to go to uni. It's like you need to get an apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I've been playing in bands, performing since I was fourteen. Like, and I still always have that. That's why I endeavour as hard as I can to always maintain a job. Yeah. And. I'm lucky enough that I do at the moment, but like I know the rest of the guys in the King Parrot know that if ever that got in the way, if like you know, I would quit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be like, sorry, mum, bless yeah. you, bless your heart. But, uh, <laughs> I got to yeah, do this so, thing. Yeah, fuck it. Like you know. Well, I, and I think too, like I've actually, you know, and I don't know, I've never actually been in a point where I've had to not do it because of work, mm. and like. And that, I think, again, that's where there's a benefit to being here, too, is that we do have a little bit of disconnectedness, so there's not an expectation. I know for a lot of American bands, particularly ones that I'm friends with, is like, there is a certain level of expectation that's like, oh, it's been two months? You've yeah. got to fucking play another show. Like, yeah. And, I mean, I guess because here as well, there's only really, like, you know, major city-wise. Oh, a, national, so, a national tour here is done in a week. Yeah, you know? exactly. So yeah. it's not, like, a, a big stress factor, but... I mean, I think the hardest hump to get over is just that, that drive and that ability to get yourself overseas. And, and yeah. I mean, and you know, like, just sometimes you got to pony up for it for a while. Exactly. You know? like, like, fuck, like, I'm no, like, like, I pretty much become skeptical when anybody fucking talks about, you know, if you believe in your dreams that come true, like, well, fucking bullshit, actually. <laughs> but, like, but, 
if you're prepared to actually accept that this is my what it might always be, mm. and still be prepared to do it, yeah, like then that's where people do get lucky over coming overnight success after 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, <clears throat> I think the other thing too is just finding like your like if like I think particularly for like you guys, like you guys all have been in bands for a long time or whatever, mm. but for some reason this thing clicked. Yeah. With yeah. you and it clicked with people who like you. So put your foot down on it. Yeah. Like why not yeah. try yeah. and have a crack at it, you know? Yeah. And in that, like in that sense, like even like when we first overseas tour we did, like, you know, young was like, Yeah, we're gonna go over for four weeks. I'm like, No, I think we should just go for two. Yeah. Uh, you know. And like <laughs> it's like, What's well, democracy? We'll all vote and like and you know, Different people in the band's like, oh, I've got a kid, I can't go for that long. And then, like, when I came to a vote, everyone just goes, Yeah, no, we want to go for <laughs> But then each time it was like, Okay, well, now we're going to go for two months. I'm like, Fuck, how am I going to tell them work this? Like, I'm going to do it no matter what, but like, yeah. you know, do we have to go for two months? Like, <laughs> but then each time, like, you know, there's just a moment somewhere on tour, I'm like, Fucking pulling my dick in the toilet or something, I'm just going, Holy fucking shit, I can't <laughs> believe that this is where I am. You know? Yeah, yeah. And That's awesome. Yeah. So, what what's like. You know, I, I assume that there's broader goals and things, but what's like the next sort of set of stuff that you guys are intending on doing, or what's the plan? Um, well, so as a result of that uh, European tour getting cancelled, we ended up having two weeks in the states, so we went and stayed at Phil's mm-hmm. for a week um, and um, just wrote and recorded some dumbass songs, put yeah. it just like challenge was, just write it, record it, whatever. Yeah, cool. Um, and that's cool. Um, so, and as a result of that, there's even sort of, and we're all sort of a little bit excited about it. It's kind of some new angle sort of coming out of it, like, mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot different fucking heads at play. Like, Squiz and I come from very much rock background. Yeah. And Ari, like, has this weird angular way of writing music where sometimes I can't even understand, sure. understand it. Like, but, yeah, we've, like, kind of just touched on this weird thing that we've done like um, you know anybody else can listen to it it's like, it just sounds like another fucking song whatever yeah, but, yeah. but um, yeah I think that's cool um, we're talking about actually because um, it, what's it about as well it's about personal experiences as yeah, well yeah. so like you know we're thinking about actually using a, a successful producer and mm. you know I mean I've We've had producers like Phil, um, who's you know like producers. It's just a name, and it can present itself in so many yeah, different yeah, ways. Yeah, it can mean whatever it needs to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're talking about sort of actually really getting someone who's quite immersive, like, and giving that a go. See yeah, what cool. happens for the next record, um, and hopefully, you know. Ten years from now, we will actually uh, not be jumping on tours in an ad hoc fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, just yeah. Month out, your month out, we've just confirmed we're going to the states. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Put your sick leave in. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. So like, because you know, like the the, the, the rationalising or the old age or whatever. It's like, okay, so three months of the year we're off touring. Fantastic. Yeah. And that'd be great. <laughs> But we do, we just need to work better than deciding the day before we go. Exactly. <laughs> we need to yeah, do it. yeah. 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 And apart from that, I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, referencing that uh, 
soap video that we did with that guy. Um, that's that's a couple of years old now, maybe three years. Yeah. But he and I have actually not stopped talking, um, and it's never sort of matched up. But I think I'd like to do. We're talking about maybe like a sort of a web series. Yeah. Um, yeah it's awesome. nothing to do with music, but like, yeah, get yeah, the rest do of something. the jabronis in King Parrot to fucking like <laughs> do this little storyline sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Which would be fun. Yeah. That's sick. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's like just then adds to like yeah. the repertoire of things that you're doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the other thing too is like, yeah, if you continue to like think. I guess outside the box or beside the box a little bit of yep. what you're capable of doing, it can only really lend itself in a positive way. Yeah. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect the music. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, if it yeah. doesn't go well, exactly. you can still go and write a record. Yeah, like, someone who will, would have never listened to our music will listen to it as a result of that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, even like that uh, Facebook Live stuff. Yeah. Youngie and Squiz and Todd were at um, EVP. Or yeah, yeah. warehouse when the records like records and CDs first got there mm-hmm. and they did a live thing and I watched it like this is fucking awkward and fucking hilarious but like <laughs> the amount of people that fucking watched it yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous that's yeah. so funny <laughs> I mean that's good too I like I think I think that's a thing now as well as like people need to be sort of conscious of how to expand beyond just like putting a fucking record out yeah like, and even when you think it's shit it doesn't matter like yeah. well, at least it's honest it's like dealing with politicians these days you know <laughs> fucking hell yeah we're craving honesty <laughs> and that's what we'll get from Facebook yeah. live <laughs> even though I even though I say that in a fucking fake voice <laughs> um, alright well when so these shows start next week the week after <coughs> yeah, next yeah um, so what it's like in the teens is it like the 12th 13th 14th 15th 17th sounds about right yeah I'm going to say 15th in Melbourne 16th in Sydney so that would mean the 14th in Adelaide and maybe the 13th in Perth and Brisbane must be on Sunday there you go and then um, go to the internet for more precise yeah please uh, <laughs> click, click here um, and then um, I think what's in the works is we'll definitely do uh, some regional stuff because mm-hmm. we've always done that yeah um, awesome and fuck I know I've said yes to it but uh, yeah just seeing posters pop up we're playing uh, a festival in Tassie and a festival um, up in New South Wales with mm-hmm. Friends of Rom and yeah, man. Baptist, which is cool and then Download Festival fuck okay. yeah and then just more ad hoc shit when I get told <laughs> more get, tours a month we're, out we're going to Japan man <laughs> tomorrow shit well Best of luck with all your ventures, mate. Thanks, thank you. Thank you again for talking to me. Yeah, it's fun, man. Appreciate it. Cheers.